Anti-Miscegenation Laws In the United States, anti-miscegenation laws were passed by most states to prohibit interracial marriage, and in some cases also prohibit interracial sexual relations. Some such laws predate the establishment of the United States, some dating to the later 17th or early 18th century, a century or more after the complete racialization of slavery. Nine states never enacted such laws, 25 states had repealed their laws by 1967, when the United States Supreme Court ruled in Loving v. Virginia that such laws were unconstitutional, via the 14th Amendment adopted in 1868, in the remaining 16 states. The term miscegenation was first used in 1863, during the American Civil War, by journalists to discredit the abolitionist movement by stirring up debate over the prospect of interracial marriage after the abolition of slavery. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Typically defining mixed-race marriages or sexual relations as a felony, these laws also prohibited the issuance of marriage licenses and the solemnization of weddings between mixed-race couples and prohibited the officiation of such ceremonies. Sometimes, the individuals attempting to marry would not be held guilty of miscegenation itself but felony charges of adultery or fornication would be brought against them instead. All anti-miscegenation laws banned marriage between whites and non-white groups, primarily black people, but often also Native Americans and Asian Americans. In many states, anti-miscegenation laws also criminalized cohabitation and sex between whites and non-whites. In addition, Oklahoma in 1908 banned marriage between a person of African descent and any person not of African descent. Louisiana in 1920 banned marriage between Native Americans and African Americans, and from 1920 to 1942, concubinage as well, and Maryland in 1935 banned marriages between black people and Filipinos. While anti-miscegenation laws are often regarded as a southern phenomenon, most states of the western United States and the Great Plains also enacted them. Although anti-miscegenation amendments were proposed in the United States Congress in 1871, 1912 to 1913, and 1928, a nationwide law against mixed-race marriages was never enacted. Prior to the California Supreme Court's ruling in Perez v. Sharp, 1948, no court in the United States had ever struck down a ban on interracial marriage. In 1967, the United States Supreme Court, the Warren Court, unanimously ruled in Loving v. Virginia that anti-miscegenation laws are unconstitutional. After Loving, the remaining state anti-miscegenation laws were repealed, the last state to repeal its laws against interracial marriage was Alabama in 2000. Colonial Era The first laws criminalizing marriage and sex between whites and non-whites were enacted in the colonial era in the colonies of Virginia and Maryland, which depend economically on slavery. At first, in the 1660s, the first laws in Virginia and Maryland regulating marriage between whites and black people only pertained to the marriages of whites to black and mulatto, enslaved people and indentured servants. In 1664, Maryland criminalized such marriages, the 1,681 marriage of Irish-born Nell Butler to an enslaved African man was an early example of the application of this law. The Virginian House of Burgesses passed a law in 1691 forbidding free black people and whites to intermarry, followed by Maryland in 1692. 
This was the first time in American history that a law was invented that restricted access to marriage partners solely on the basis of race, not class or condition of servitude. Later these laws also spread to colonies with fewer enslaved and free black people, such as Pennsylvania and Massachusetts. Moreover, after the independence of the United States had been established, similar laws were enacted in territories and states which outlawed slavery. A sizable number of the indentured servants in the 13 colonies were brought over from the Indian subcontinent by the East India Company. Anti-miscegenation laws discouraging interracial marriage between white Americans and non-whites affected South Asian immigrants as early as the 17th century. For example, a Eurasian daughter born to an Indian father and Irish mother in Maryland in 1680 was classified as a mulatto and sold into slavery. Anti-miscegenation laws there continued into the early 20th century. For example, the Bengali revolutionary Tariq Napdas's white American wife, Mary Keating Morse, was stripped of her American citizenship for her marriage to an alien ineligible for citizenship. In 1918, there was considerable controversy in Arizona when an Indian farmer B.K. Singh married the 16-year-old daughter of one of his white tenants. In 1685, the French government issued a special code more restricted to colonial Louisiana, which forbade marriage between Catholics and non-Catholics in that colony. However, interracial cohabitation and interracial sex were never prohibited in French Louisiana. The situation of the children, free or enslaved, followed the situation of the mother. Under Spanish rule, interracial marriage was possible with parental consent under the age of 25 and without it when the partners were older. In 1806, three years after the U.S. gained control over the state, interracial marriage was once again banned. Jacqueline Battalore argues that the first laws banning all marriage between whites and black people, enacted in Virginia and Maryland, were a response by the planter elite to the problems they were facing due to the socioeconomic dynamics of the plantation system in the southern colonies. The bans in Virginia and Maryland were established at a time when slavery was not yet fully institutionalized. At the time, most forced laborers on the plantations were indentured servants, and they were mostly European. Some historians have suggested that the at the time unprecedented laws banning interracial marriage were originally invented by planters as a divide and rule tactic after the uprising of European and African indentured servants in cases such as Bacon's Rebellion. According to this theory, the ban on interracial marriage was issued to split up the ethnically mixed, increasingly mixed race labor force into whites, who were given their freedom, and blacks, who were later treated as slaves rather than as indentured servants. By outlawing interracial marriage, it became possible to keep these two new groups separated and prevent a new rebellion. After independence. In 1776, seven of the thirteen colonies enforced laws against interracial marriage. Although slavery was gradually abolished in the North after independence, this at first had little impact on the enforcement of anti-miscegenation laws. An exception was Pennsylvania, which repealed its anti-miscegenation law in 1780, together with some of the other restrictions placed on free black people, when it enacted a bill for the gradual abolition of slavery in the state. The Quaker planter and slave trader Zephaniah Kingsley Jr. publicly advocated, and personally practiced, racial mixing as a way toward ending slavery, as well as a way to produce healthier and more beautiful offspring. These views were tolerated in Spanish Florida, where free people of color had rights and could own and inherit property. After Florida became a U.S. territory in 1821, he moved with his multiple wives, children, and the people he enslaved, to Haiti. 
Another case of interracial marriage was Andrea Dimitri and Marianne Celeste Dragon, a free woman of African and European ancestry. Such marriages gave rise to a large Creole community in New Orleans. She was listed as white on her marriage certificate. Marianne's father Don Miguel Dragon and mother Marie-Francoise Chauvin Bully de Montpliezer also married in New Orleans, Louisiana around 1815. Marie-Francoise was a woman of African ancestry. Marie-Francoise Chauvin de Bully de Montplaisir was originally a slave of Mr. Charles Dapremont de La Lande, a member of the Superior Council. For the radical abolitionists who organized to oppose slavery in the 1830s, laws banning interracial marriage embodied the same racial prejudice that they saw at the root of slavery. Abolitionist leader William Lloyd Garrison took aim at Massachusetts' legal ban on interracial marriage as early as 1831. Anti-abolitionists defended the measure as necessary to prevent racial amalgamation and to maintain the Bay State's proper racial and moral order. Abolitionists, however, objected to the law, because it distinguished between citizens on account of complexion and violated the broad egalitarian tenets of Christianity and republicanism as well as the state constitution's promise of equality. Beginning in the late 1830s, Abolitionists began a several-year petition campaign that prompted the legislature to repeal the measure in 1843. Their efforts, both tactically and intellectually, constituted a foundational moment in the era's burgeoning minority rights politics, which would continue to expand into the 20th century. As the U.S. expanded, however, all the new slave states as well as many new free states such as Illinois and California enacted such laws. While opposed to slavery, in a speech in Charleston, Illinois in 1858, Abraham Lincoln stated, I am not, nor ever have been in favor of making voters or jurors of Negroes, nor of qualifying them to hold office, nor to intermarry with white people. Arkansas, Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, South Carolina, and Alabama legalized interracial marriage for some years during the Reconstruction period. Anti-miscegenation laws rested unenforced, were overturned by courts or repealed by the state government, in Arkansas and Louisiana. However, after white Democrats took power in the South during redemption, anti-miscegenation laws were reenacted and once more enforced, and in addition Jim Crow laws were enacted in the South which also enforced other forms of racial segregation. In Florida, the new Constitution of 1888 prohibited marriage between a white person and a person of Negro descent, Article 14, Section 24. A number of northern and western states permanently repealed their anti-miscegenation laws during the 19th century. This, however, did little to halt anti-miscegenation sentiments in the rest of the country. Newly established western states continued to enact laws banning interracial marriage in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Between 1913 and 1948, 30 out of the then 48 states enforced anti-miscegenation laws. Only Connecticut, New Hampshire, New York, New Jersey, Vermont, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Alaska, Hawaii, and the District of Columbia never enacted them. Pace v. Alabama. The constitutionality of anti-miscegenation laws was upheld by the U.S. Supreme Court in the 1883 case Pace v. Alabama. The Supreme Court ruled that the Alabama anti-miscegenation statute did not violate the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution. According to the court, both races were treated equally, because whites and black people were punished in equal measure for breaking the law against interracial marriage and interracial sex. This judgment was overturned in 1967 in the Loving v. Virginia case, 
where the Supreme Court led by Chief Justice Earl Warren declared anti-miscegenation laws a violation of the 14th Amendment and therefore unconstitutional. State v. Pass, Arizona 1942. In State v. Pass, the Supreme Court of Arizona, interpreting the state's anti-miscegenation statute, ruled that persons of mixed racial heritage could not legally marry anyone. The court recognized that the result was absurd and expressed the hope that the legislature would amend the statute.